to working better together. Today we chat with Claude Silver, coach, manager, mentor, and VaynerMedia's chief heart officer. Good. And we're live. So Claude, how is it, before I get going, is it Claude or Claude? It is Claude. Claude. And you perfectly with your accent because it's really French, Claude. So okay. Claude. And so anyone um, east of America says it correctly. So it's Claude, Claude. Yeah, brilliant. So Claude, thanks a lot for joining us today. Um, really, really looking forward to this, to just uh, touching base with you. We've heard so much about your involvement with uh, Gary Vee and the company and, and just the scale and the amazing culture that, um, that you guys have built over the last few years. And what I'm really just keen to touch, touch base on is just, um, the biggest thing is like how you've managed to assist with the growth of, of the culture within the company. It's just a fast paced company. I mean, how much, how much did you grow from, you're eight, at 800 now, is that right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, we have VaynerX and VaynerX is our umbrella company. Yeah. VaynerMedia itself is about 650. Vayner X is 850 close to nine. My goodness. It's all, it's all, it's all under one roof. It's all me. It's all Gary. It's all. Um, yeah. And you've been there four years. Is that right? Yeah. Four and a half. It'll be five in May. And, and what was it? What was the, how much stuff was there? How many stuff was there when you first started? I was 389. Wow. So, so that's like, that's incredible growth. So I mean, my biggest question, I think a lot of companies struggle with this is that, uh, from from what we've heard just just about the company is that you managed to retain the culture but not only retain it but actually grow and improve the culture so i'm keen to just hear your insights and your thoughts of how you managed to do that within the company you know in such a short time span for visible growth but how to actually retain and grow the culture as well yeah exactly so um a long time ago when we started gary pronounced that this culture would be family first and we would be good to one another and I think culture really needs to stem from the top. And then it is all the people that create and are responsible for cultivating this culture on a daily basis. So it's definitely not me. However, a role like mine is extremely helpful in that my one and only really big job is to meet every single human being here. Every single human being. Or Get 800. Yeah, yep, yep, that is it. As a matter of fact, when I uh, had the remit from Gary, it was uh, touch every single human being and infuse the agency with empathy. So I had to figure out how to do that. And I had to macro and micro. So I, I started thinking about, you know, the well and the faucet, and making sure that I was touching both. So um, we, the great thing is that people really want to be here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, motivated people, inspired people want to be here because they know we're going someplace. They either want, are attracted to Gary, they're attracted to the work we do, they hear about it in the market, they're entrepreneurial, that's a huge part of us. So um, they come here, they want to give their best. We've created a culture where people really feel that they belong, super important, where they feel as though they're both emotionally safe physically safe because that's really at the at the bottom of Maslow's pyramid that's super important connection human beings are wired to be in in connection community with one another so there are all these affinity groups that have grown and sprung out of the ground 
organically. Whether or not, if you're LGBTQ, there's a pride group. If you uh, describe yourself as Hispanic or Latino, there's a group for you called the Amigo Squad. There's something for everyone which really helps us also with diversity and inclusivity, which is of course on everyone's mind. So that's super, I mean, I think that's just super helpful because that's happened organically. Um, Have me, you have these culture champions that I've been able to create in every single office. Those are people that really just get us. They, They understand what it's like to be on the right side of history. They are the bigger people in every situation. They're collaborators. They come from a we, not I type of place. The we, not I is essential. Okay. Just just something I want to touch on, just in terms of your culture champions, we see this quite a bit of a a challenge in companies, you know, that they almost like put the culture champion on the HR's like uh, responsibility. And I'm kind of keen to understand how you manage to scale that. I mean, who do you normally appoint as a culture champion? Is it more of a line manager or is it maybe someone who heads up a department? How do you identify that person? It's anyone. It's the person that cleans. It, it literally is the person that cleans our kitchen. I'm not even joking. Wow. It's someone that we know has enough self-awareness to be empathetic and to be a collaborator, to not be a micromanager and just hold everything. And it's someone that I, I know I can trust when Billy or Bob or Sally is having a rough day or needs to make friends, I can send them 10 people. And these 10 people are gonna have 10 different ways of describing VaynerMedia, 10 different ways of talking about why they're here. But it all is gonna ladder up to the fact that this is a place where we are creating, we are creating life skills and hard skills. We're putting those things together and we're making magic. I mean, people, people it's the lifeblood here. And I know I can say that everywhere I've been, right? Yeah. Because I've, I've, I've worked at all those great agencies and they're all terrific. There is something very different here. And I think it is who Gary is and the inspiration that he is, obviously, as a CEO. It's the fact that he allows people to run free. There's, yeah. very, there's, there's so much runway here. If you have a side hustle, right on, cool. That means you're curious and you're creative and you're going to bring that type of fire into the agency every day. So I think that's the thing is that we allow people, we want people to color outside the the box. We don't want people to be all. Exactly. Because you want to stifle people, you know, and squash what their, their capacity and what they could do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and my understanding, I mean, you were, is it, were you in advertising previously? Is that right? You were in strategy and, and client service? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and what got you so excited about this heading up and managing people or growing you know, people? I've always been excited about it. I've always been that tennis coach, that soccer captain. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I went on a very large outward bound 93-day uh, uh, semester where I learned all about teamwork, uh, servant leadership. So it's, it's in my DNA. It literally yeah. comes from my family. I know it. Um, I'd rather give than receive. It's who yeah. I am. I have a, an enormous pilot light inside of me for, uh, I, I root and champion other people. It's yeah. just who I am. So while I was doing strategy work, client service work, while I was working on these Fortune 10, Fortune 50 brands, I always managed a big team. Because yeah. that comes to you naturally. That just happens yeah. to be my strength. 
where someone else's strength is is um, is finance, or someone else's strength is uh, you know hitting um, in, you know hitting home runs on a baseball field every single day. So you didn't study HR or human resources. No, I studied psychology. Okay, brilliant. Okay. Yeah. So, and your t- title right now is the chief heart officer. Is that right? Eh? Chief heart officer. And how did you come? How did you? Uh, I mean, how did you come up with the name? You know, that's quite unique. I've never actually heard it. I don't think I've seen it on anyone's title resume on LinkedIn. I think it's still the it's the only one for sure. I think that describes it. Eh? It's the best way to describe the role. Gary, uh, he lo- Gary is such a creative, and he loves branding. Mm. We see the world of HR. We see the world of humans as heart. Yeah. Heart, the central operating system of a person and of an agency, of a, of a community, of, um, of a culture. So when I told him really, hey, I don't want to sell anymore. I don't really want to, I don't want to sell this anymore. I really only care about the people, the heartbeat of this place is what I said. Yeah. That's how we came up with it. And you know what, maybe you can help identify this, but what I've seen with, especially in the large organizations, is that the moment you've got people that have studied HR and have gone through those hoops to get where they are, I find that those are the people that are normally screwing up people, you know, but where you find people that have really got a heart and passion over people that maybe haven't studied it, but they normally come from different backgrounds that come from a creative I often see that people come from a, a creative background or a strategic background and they decide to lead and manage teams and actually ultimately champion the culture of the company um don't i don't know if you've experienced that at all no i've experienced that in my past a lot yeah. because i wasn't in hr and so the, the people in hr were uh, they were compliant people they were you knew you were in trouble or you knew you're, you know, you were um, uh, being relocated. It was all very much dotting your I's, crossing your T's. They, they, the thing about HR is they've also gotten a really bad rap. I mean, they're, they need a rebranding because they're seen as investigators or policemen and women. And the fact is we have to bring the humanity back into the world of, organizations but we need to bring the humanity into hr because i yeah. just lost its way and 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 for no other reason than when when the world of you know companies needed compliance they needed people to stay on track and and hr people were those people that were designated to kind of like you know crack the whip yeah. so the the more i think the more creative and curious about human nature and human behavior a person is, the better they are at shaping and cultivating culture and certainly growing and developing a person. Because yeah. there's a want, there's a real desire there. Yeah, and tell me, we've heard so much just about people staying at VaynerMedia um, and maybe even leaving and often coming back. You know, what do you think is the culture within the company that keeps drawing people back you know, and keeping them there? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. One, Gary and, and his point of view on marketing and business today is like no one else's. His, his, everything he does is rooted in touching the consumer's life, not making the client exceptionally happy. It's touching a consumer's life and making their life better. 
That's a really well, that's flipping it around, which is great. It's completely reverse engineering marketing. And that right there is addictive because you go, you leave VaynerMedia, you go out into the world and you realize, oh man, no one thinks like that. Everyone just thinks I need to please the client. And we forget that end consumer. So that's the first thing. I think when you walk into any VaynerMedia office, you feel uh, a momentum and motion like nowhere else I've ever been. And that's addictive. Every day we're moving forward. This company, every single day, is moving towards something. And we might, sh we might change direction tomorrow. We might change direction the next day, but we are not going backwards. So, so we're not going the same. So in other words, if you're looking for a nice, safe, cushy, nine-to-four job to tick off boxes, that's not the place to be. That's right. I don't even know what nine to four means, but yeah. um, that's not to say that you know, we have, we definitely have uh, and do our best to find balance in our work life. And, and I do, I work with, I work with individuals a lot on that. Yeah. But this is a place where anything is possible and we are in the business of yes. And so like, who doesn't want to be around? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you, and it's in such a, it's such an amazing time in market to be in that place right now. I mean, the, the, you can't actually build in a, in a, in a better way, you know? So it's, it's so smart. I mean, our, our Gary is, he's such a smart guy. He's a generous guy and he's so straightforward. You don't have to get any kind of book to understand where he's coming from. You don't need a dictionary. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. And the fact of the matter is, Human beings are pretty simple. We just overcomplicate stuff all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I, to be honest with you, he's quite transparent and vulnerable. I mean, we, I mean, when I first started following him a few years ago, his initial impression to me was that he came across quite arrogant. And, and I, I, my first impression was, I, I'm, not, I'm not gelling with this. And then over the years, I've, I've really actually realized what a humble, uh, down-to-earth, person he is and he's genuinely there to try and help people yeah that's yeah. it content the messages of his content are super simple yeah kindness get your shit together you can do this social media marketing and tell me and, and are the other what tell me what are those driven through in the values as well in the company are the, what, what are the values right now so um heart yeah sure hustle so heart empathy hustle which we equate to speed because speed is a massive roi yeah curiosity possibility entrepreneurship kindness that's brilliant it's better than um integrity and teamwork yeah i mean you need all of those other things to get to integrity and teamwork. yeah exactly but teamwork is a value because i mean if you don't have kindness, collaboration, curiosity, uh, and um, empathy towards someone, then teamwork yeah. is nothing but, um, you know, eight, eight letters. Wow, that's brilliant. So, Court, thanks a lot for your time. Um, I know we're, we're running out. I know this has gone on for quite a bit of time, but before we end off, have you, I just want to ask you a final few questions. How do you spend your day on average? I mean, I can imagine you're crazy busy with about 800 people. I see, I see people, individuals on a 15 minute basis okay. in a lot of my day. I work in people operations. I 
figure out you know how to help uh, someone communicate with their manager um, fight fires I uh, really do my best to spread as much friendliness and empathy as I can in all of the offices so I'm communicating with people here in New York and all over the place and um, and what's your recent favorite reading material reading material yeah um, so I, I really like You Are a Badass by Jen Cisnero. I think it's a phenomenal book. It's simple and it's incredibly easy to grasp. Uh, Braving the Wilderness by Brene Brown. I mean, yes, take the roof off. That's, uh, that's an incredible book. Um, and I always go back to Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Wow, you gave me some materials. I thought my list was full of bookmarks, but I have to... Add those on my list. And your, and your favorite productivity tool or software? One more time. Your favorite productivity tool or like software that you use on a daily basis? I mean, I, I have to say Slack, but, I have, but for work, I, I would say Slack or, um, or Message. However, I love uh, any kind of banking app, I, you know, any kind of app I can uh, get on my phone, Spotify, obviously, Instagram. So anything that gives me information at a click, one click. Right. And, and what, is your, what, what do you think is your biggest challenge with, with managing people these days? Uh, getting people to listen. Listen. Yeah. Is yeah. it the age? Do you think the younger, is it the younger generation that's struggling or, or just through and through? No, it's all of us. We all have egos and we all think that we're right. So how do you hold space? Quiet, quiet yourself, hold space, and let someone else talk without judgment. You have to have yeah. a lot of awareness to do that. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that comes with, with self-awareness, that comes with maturity, but not everyone has it. And so um, I think the more we can listen to one another, the more peace we'll find in this world, but the more creativity and efficiency we'll land on. Yeah. The book I go back to on a yearly basis when it comes to that is um, the mighty Dale Carnegie, you know, how to win friends and influence people. Have you read it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the only message I get out of the book continuously is just always take a step back, listen to people and find out what's best for them. You know, and that's what, that's what pretty much life comes to and work and clients and everything, employees and everything. So I think we learned that in elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, man, I we really appreciate the time here. I, I can't thank you enough. Maybe um, hopefully, maybe looking forward to catching up in a year or so and seeing how you've grown and how the company's grown. It's really exciting. Thanks a lot for your time. I'll get down to uh, Cape Town soon. Oh, definitely hook us up. Um, we're in the CBD, um, and most of us live along the coast, so um, we'd love to take you on a bit of a tour. So yeah, thanks a lot. Give us a high five. Whoa.